Hey, what's up everybody? This is Chris. And Vern. And together we're Star, Star Witness, Witness, bringing you the first ever Star Witness podcast in the form of a video blog, otherwise known as a vlog. Transmitting to you pre-recorded from beautiful Portland, Oregon, this podcast is all about the ups and downs and all arounds of what it takes to run a DIY music project in these crazy times we're living in. This is something we plan on bringing to you once a month, each time featuring one of our songs as we break it down in terms of everything from inspiration for song lyrics to the general production process. We'll also bring you some other little features, so I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you subscribe. first song we're going to be taking a look at is called After the Show. It's one of the songs off of our upcoming release entitled One of the Ones. And this is a song that Fern wrote the lyrics to before I even knew Fern. So Fern, why don't you tell us a little something about the inspiration for the lyrics on this song. Okay. Well, I wrote After the Show originally as a poem. And it was kind of like a love postponed kind of poem where I was saying to a musician uh, guy that I was seeing that, you know, after we're done with all this, all these shows, this tour, after all this is over, then maybe we can check back in with each other because um, we're just both so busy and there's just all this practicality happening um, that we can't really deny. And uh, then it started to evolve into this song and took on also this kind of cosmic reincarnation uh, idea, which was that um, not only will I maybe check in with you after this, after the shows, you know, and the, the tours that we have, but maybe I'll be checking in with you after this grand show that we all put on here on planet Earth. Um, and so that became like, maybe if we can't resolve it all, we'll do it next time. And that's what happened when I thought about writing after the show. One of the things people always say, they go, why would we reincarnate and then come back and you forgot everything that you learned in the last life? And I have the feeling that the simple answer to that, in not so simple terms, is that the lessons that you learn when you're ha having your little spiritual being in the physical body on planet Earth in this third dimensional realm, the kind of lessons you learn are lessons of the heart, as cheesy as that sounds. So that when you come back in your next life, you don't remember it with your brain and this like it's just like another memory, like you know, from your childhood or whatever. It's a feeling almost that you have in your heart. Getting into the nuts and bolts of the production process. The song was recorded in a couple different setups, my old home studio and my new home studio. It was recorded on a couple different systems, Mac desktop running Pro Tools 6 and a MacBook Pro running Pro Tools 9. I worked in the hip-hop collective for years called Hungry Mob, doing production, performance, engineering, all that good stuff. So that heavily influences the way I work now when I'm producing tracks. This song is a song that uses a blend of what you might call a more traditional hip-hop production approach and a more traditional rock song production approach. Fern got the inspiration for the lyrics without a melody, as I understand it originally, and then the lyrics ended up inspiring a melody in Fern's head. She's running around with that, the lyrics melody combination for a while on her own, remembering it, and that's always a good sign, <laughs> in my opinion, that something's worth keeping and turning into a song if it's just like, you know, you've never even had a chance to share it with others or really work it out on an instrument and it's just, boom, sticking with you. She just basically sang the song to me a cappella styling, and uh, I hear it and I go, okay, yeah, I'm liking that one. And uh, right away it just had a certain, I don't know what it had, because it's a weird song. <laughs> anyway, I was feeling it, the lyrics and all that. Sit down at the keyboard, work out some chords, hone in on the melody with her, hone in on the tempo. 
Once we had all that figured out, I sat down at the drums so I could work out some basic parts. Come up with some kind of foundation before bringing in the rest of the musicians. I like to start off all songs with a strong sense of direction while at the same time staying open to and listening for what the song wants, so to speak, as we go. Doing like Quincy Jones puts it, leaving enough space in the room for God to walk through. In this song we have Kevin Ellis on the keyboards, Thatcher Schmidt on violin and viola, Byrne on the vocals, and myself on drum and bass. We were also playing live shows with Star Witness at the time, so that really helped us gel it and get it ready for recording. Unfortunately, I can only record up to 10 tracks at once, so what I did was lay the drums down first, about half acoustic, half digital, lay the bass down on top of that, then flew that on over to Kevin via email. He laid his keys down, flew that back to me, brought in Thatcher, and then recorded Fern and some uh, samples until it was ready for mix down. All right. So this brings us to our next feature in which we share a song, a book, and a link with you that we are really feeling right now. Inspiration. Definitely. So for the song, I'd like to share with you uh, a song by beautiful and talented singer Erica Badu. And the song is Bag Lady. Love for you to check it out. We actually um, jam out to it often just for fun. And um, it's just a beautiful song about uh, letting go of all the stuff we carry around. <laughs> So, that needs to be let go. Definitely. So, we love Erica Badu and we love to sing that song, and, and I think you'll love it too. All right, and so for the book. On the book side of things, I would like to recommend to those of you out there who like to check out How the Magic is Made in the Studio, a book called Behind the Glass by Howard Massey. This book talks about a bunch of different sessions throughout time, throughout the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, into the new millennium mainly. And uh, there's volume one and volume two and you know how producers do their thing, how artists interact with producers, how artists and artists be interacting, how John Lennon and Paul McCartney weren't wanting to record in the studio at the same time for a while because of how hard they were tripping on each other. Little <laughs> weird stuff like that that you know just helps shed a, a different kind of light on some of our favorite music that we've been listening to over the years. Awesome. Behind the Glass by Howard Massey. As far as the link, the link goes, yeah. um, for those of you who like to check out the kind of information that helps expand your perspective on life, uh, coasttocoastam.com. All letters will put the link somewhere where it's easy for you to find. Coast to Coast AM is an AM radio show that comes on late night, and uh, it's one of the biggest ones on the planet, as far as I can tell, that talks about stuff they talk about, everything from the uh, spiritual to the scientific, the metaphysical to the historical, all kinds of really well-researched guests and a very cool host named George Nori. If you're into that type of thing, coasttocoastam.com. Awesome. So that is our song, Book and a Link. A star witness is someone who's experienced an injustice firsthand, has a unique perspective on it, and has the courage to speak up about it. It could be anyone from a teenager posting a video on YouTube about school bullying to a field journalist uncovering crime in high places. Each month, we'll showcase a star witness who's recently inspired us. Now, before you believe that, nonsense. This month's star witness is Dr. Paul Connett, executive director of the Fluoride Action Network. Here in Portland, Oregon, we're the last big city in the U.S. to have non-fluoridated water coming out of our taps. And even though the city has voted it down three times in the past, corporate lobbyists and our own city council are trying to push it on us without a public vote. Dr. Paul Connett is a man who's been educating the public on an international level for years regarding the true effects of water fluoridation on the masses. We were fortunate enough to see him make a presentation on a recent visit to Portland. 
the reduction in the United States to water fluoridation is either incompetence because they couldn't be bothered to see what the worldwide figures were or it was fraud. It was deception. You're going to win this battle for the rest of the country and the rest of the world. You've already got coverage in the New York Times and you've got coverage today in the Associated Press. Everybody in America knows that this is going on. All right, thanks for watching. We welcome your questions and comments. You can also check us out on our Reverb Nation page at ReverbNation.com slash StarWitness where there's photos, videos, and a whole lot more. For now, we're going to leave you with featured song of the month. We've thrown together a little slideshow to go with it. Just a little, you know, underground little, not a video, but something visually stimulating nonetheless. We've included <laughs> lyrics at the bottom of the screen in case anyone's wondering what the heck is this girl talking about. <laughs> Hope you enjoy it and look forward to seeing you next time. Peace.
side of the 